The opinions expressed in this show are the views of the host and not necessarily that of WTRW, 94.3 The Talker, or the Bold Gold Media Group. The following presentation is brought to you by the host of the program who is solely responsible for its content. The opinions voiced in this program are for general information only and are not intended to provide specific advice or recommendations for any individual. To determine which investments may be appropriate for you, consult with your attorney, accountant, and financial advisor or tax advisor prior to investing. Securities offered through Lee Baldwin and Company, LLC. Member FINRA SIPC. My monster from his slab began to rise And suddenly, to my surprise He did the match He did the monster match The monster match It was a graveyard smash He did the match It caught on in a flash He did the match He did the monster match From my laboratory in the castle east Ah, the Monster Mash leading us into our annual Halloween program. Good Saturday morning and welcome to the Your Financial Future program with Nick Calarasi. I'm thrilled that you've chosen to join us this morning here on 94.3 FM The Talker as we once again open up the doors to the College of Financial Knowledge where we will cover not only Investing 101, Investing 102, we're also going to throw in some of those AP courses. Yes, that's right, Advanced Honors Coursework today, so make sure you stay tuned. Our program originates this morning from the luxurious corner office studio at the beautiful Bold Gold Radio Complex, which is located high atop the fall-colored fields of the West Mountain of Scranton, Pennsylvania, the Electric City. And as always, our weekly goal is to help to make you a better long-term investor. Now, assisting me in achieving that goal this morning will be that academically renowned adjunct professor, man about town, and the guiding hand that pushes all the buttons that makes this and all the other educational programs go here on the Talk Around Weekends. You know him as producer extraordinaire, Mr. D.C. Taylor. How was that lead-in, kid? <laughs> what an intro. Wow. <laughs> Thanks, Nick. <laughs> Good morning. How are you? I'm great. How happy weekend to Happy you. fall weekend. Isn't it a great fall weekend? Yeah, of course. Every weekend in falls uh, great. Weather, whatever the weather is. What's a- the weather like? Absolutely. Like? Well, today is going to be the nicer of the two days uh, this weekend. There's an 80% chance of no rain all today. Right. Uh, but only about a 20% chance of no rain tomorrow on mm. your on your Sunday. So, all right. I so, like today's chances better, right? Yeah, get your outdoor stuff done today. Yeah, that's right. Get yeah. up, get out, enjoy this beautiful fall while we still have it because I remind you, it is now DC. Can you believe this only 5 days until Halloween? Great that's great it. bumper music you have for us today. <laughs> sure, Thank course. you for that. I love digging that up every year. 33 days now until Thanksgiving. And it is only now 59 days until that big guy comes down D.C. Taylor's <laughs> chimney with all those wonderful presents because he's been so good this year. Right. How about that, D.C.? Yeah. It is officially now less than two months until Christmas Day. That's right. And uh, it just and was it the day after Halloween, just a few days from now is when all of a sudden everything turns to Christmas. It is. All the music will be on. <laughs> Everything's already in the stores, right? Yeah, exactly. There's, the holidays <laughs> are certainly upon us. The jingle bells are practically jingling. <laughs> hey. 
Well, hey, DC, we have a great program in store today. We're going to talk about some income ideas, including an income portfolio that we've talked about before, probably now for the last two years. We're going to give you an update on how that is doing. I think you'll find that very interesting. We also have some stocks in the news now that we are in the middle of earning seasons for the third quarter. We will certainly cover some of those highlights and uh, maybe some of those stocks, maybe some of those that we'll cover are in your portfolio or on your watch list. Of course, we'll catch you up on where we stand year to date in our markets as we close out the month of October. Quick month, wasn't it, TC? Yeah. This is our last program in October. (laughs) That's it. And uh, we will give you our insights on what you can expect for the rest of 2019. And uh, on last week's program, we covered some stocks that one analyst thought you can own for the next 10 years. We're going to one-up that today. I have some stocks that another analyst believes you can own forever. We're going to give you those names right here on the program, so make sure you stay tuned for the entire hour. I promise to make it well worth your while, and you will be all the wiser for it. Now, before we get started, let me just give you our contact information at NJC Investments. Should you have any questions or comments on our program, you can always reach out to us at NJCinvestments.com or you can call our Clark's Green offices at 570-586-5030. That's 570-586-5030. Well, DC, as we close out the month of October, I think we have three major stories that are affecting our current markets right now. And I'm going to put them in order of importance, in my opinion, of what's going on. Number one is the earnings the earnings season. Mm-hmm. We're in third quarter earnings. We've talked about the build up to third quarter earnings. We are here. We're going to give you some of those highlights in just a bit on the program. Number two of importance, the China trade situation. DC Taylor, how long have we talked about China? <laughs> I think has it been a year or at it's least more. a year? It's it's been terrible, more than a year. Right? Okay. But it goes on and it goes on. But I think it's dropped in importance. I think our, our earnings picture is taking over the number one spot. And in number three, the number three story out there, I'm going to put that as the impeachment inquiry mm-hmm. that's going on. If, you know, people are debating if it's real, whatever is going on. <laughs> right. Let's talk about all three of those. The most important factor of our for our markets to go higher in the long run, my opinion, again, is the strength of our S&P 500 companies. And uh, we measure that each and every quarter by their earnings reports. Now, I know it's early in earnings season, but coming into last week, only 15% of the companies have reported so far, DC. Okay. But coming into last week, the numbers have been quite eye-opening. So far, 84%, 84% of companies reporting have reported a positive earnings surprise. Uh-huh. We weren't supposed to get this. We heard the nattering nabobs, of right? Of course. Right? Negativity. Of negativity. That <laughs> we weren't supposed to have good numbers, but right. 84% of companies so far beating earnings, positive surprises, and 64% of them are also beating their revenue or their sales numbers. That's very good. Those numbers are significantly higher than the last few quarters, at least at this stage. So traditionally, about two-thirds of companies have been beating expectations. But if you'll remember, DC, the experts told us coming into this quarter, we would have a pullback of about 4 to 8% because third quarter last year 
was so good. Yeah. yeah. What those, about those, those guys? Those experts, they're not very good at experting. Ah, there are no experts, are there? <laughs> no, there, there are not. <laughs> so, so far, the, I, I'm expecting, so far, so good. I am expecting earnings season to finish well above expectations, and that could be a catalyst to drive our markets higher. Now, number two, the China trade situation dragging on President Trump and President Xi are supposed to meet face-to-face mm-hmm. in just a few weeks in November. Perhaps we can get a trade resolution signed, that could be another possible catalyst for our markets. And now, as far as this impeachment inquiry goes, I believe that, you know, it's going to press on for a while. I do believe eventually it will come to a vote. I think even the House will impeach the president. But I do think the prospect of the Senate convicting and removing him is very, very low. And in my opinion, if we get a pullback on any kind of impeachment talk or impeachment vote, I think that could be a buying opportunity. Because whether you like President Trump or not, and we certainly know a lot of people on the extremes of both sides of that, right? <laughs> of course. And that's okay. But yeah. whether you like him or not, I can tell you one thing. The markets seem to like the current direction of the economy. And as long as he is not removed from office, which I do not see happening at this point, I think that is another positive for the markets. So that's what we can see. That's what's on the horizon right now, D.C. Taylor. Mm -hmm. And that's what the elections are about anyway, right? Right. Not all this fighting back. Go and vote, Uh right? Everybody, whichever whichever candidates you are for, make sure you get out and vote, including our local elections. We have local elections coming up in uh, just over a week now, right? Uh Right. So make sure you vote. Many people around the world would love to have the rights that you have. And sometimes we kind of take it for granted. Exactly. Uh, learn some things and and of, about the people who are running for these offices. Make your voice be heard, because if enough people don't go out and vote, they'll be like, oh, well, let's just get rid of voting then, because there's not enough turnout. So, yeah, you know. we, this is a, the, a democracy. Make sure every vote counts. So make yeah. sure you get out and exercise your rights. And I want to thank you again for tuning in to your financial future here on 94.3 FM, The Talker. My name is Nick Colorossi. I hail from in JC Investments, and I want to thank you for allowing me to be the soundtrack for your early Saturday mornings. Well, DC, I would like to turn my attention now to an income portfolio that we put together at NJC Investments as a sample portfolio for monthly income Mm -hmm. using fixed income instruments from PIMCO Investments. Now, PIMCO is widely regarded as one of the best, if not the best, fixed income investment houses in the world. And we get a lot of questions, DC, from investors about fixed income, about bonds, especially when markets get jittery and some of the older investors have only bonds and only fixed income that that happens from time to time so we do have a lot of questions and we put together several portfolios for some of our clients and it's just a sample of one way to put together an income portfolio using bonds. Of course, this is one example. There are many ways to do it. This is not a recommendation for you because we really don't know your specific circumstances. And as always, if you would like specific recommendations, you can always give us a call at NJC Investments, 570-586-5030, and we can have a chat about your needs, about your time frame and your risk tolerance. But for right now, I will share with you this idea that we've covered before. And I want to just go over it, DC, because it's doing quite well so far in 2019. If you'll remember, we put together a portfolio using three fixed income mutual funds from PIMCO and one closed-end high-yield fund 
also from PIMCO Investments. The mutual funds are the PIMCO Income Fund, which is the world's largest bond fund. On the C shares, the symbol is P-O-N-C-X. It has a current dividend yield of 4.43%. That's the annual yield. And a current year-to-date return of 4.9%. Very good for bonds. Okay. The second fund is the PIMCO Diversified Income Fund, symbol PDICX, and that has a current dividend yield of 3.19% and a year-to-date return of 10.1%. Okay. How about that for bonds, right? And the third is the PIMCO Investment Grade Credit Fund, symbol PBDCX, with a current dividend yield of 2.81% and a year-to-date return of an astounding 12.4%. These are bonds. Wow. Now, yeah. i got to say, right off the top, these, these are all C-shares. These, are, these numbers are better than traditional bond numbers. This is a good uh-huh. year so far for these funds. Yeah. Now, the closed-in fund is the PIMCO Corporate and Income Opportunity Fund. The symbol there is PTY. That has a current dividend yield of 8.5% and a year-to-date return, D.C. Taylor. Yeah. Of course, this is higher yield, higher risk. And please be aware, it does use some leverage to get those return numbers and those dividend numbers, which makes it the most aggressive investment in the portfolio. Now, each of these funds pay monthly dividends and you can take that in cash or you can reinvest those in shares each month if you choose. Now, if we divide each investment equally in this portfolio using 25% of each fund, the average current income is 4.73%. That's your annual yield on those four funds divided equally, which is a nice income. Nice. Right? A lot better than a one-year CD is going to give you on on an income basis anyway. Of course, we're talking apples and oranges. This is an investment that will rise and fall. But uh, 4.73% annual yield divided equally, and those numbers according to Morningstar. Now, DC, this is why I wanted to cover this portfolio again, because of these year-to-date return numbers. If you put that 25% into each of those funds, in the, at the, if you did it January 1st, your year-to-date return on this portfolio as of Friday was 11.85%. These are all bonds now. DC, that is a terrific number for a fixed-income portfolio. Again, admittedly, a higher-than-traditional return, but a very, very good year. So I had my colleague at NJC Investments, D.C. Taylor, Miss Claire Cool. Claire was with us the last two weeks. She'll yep. be back again soon. She put together a hypothetical portfolio on this portfolio, dating it back 10 years. Had you put an equal 25%, and we made it easy. We did $100,000, so $25,000 into each of these in, in making this portfolio, mm-hmm. this bond portfolio. What would have happened over the last 10 years? Of course, you want to give me the disclaimer on this? <laughs> the uh, past, past performance, performance is no guarantee uh, of future results. That's right. We can't tell you the future. We can give you the past numbers, and here they are. If you took $100,000 and never added another penny to E.C. Taylor, mm-hmm. your average annual return, and these are Morningstar numbers, over the last 10 years is 10.6% return. Extremely good for a bond portfolio. Yeah. Okay. Your your hundred thousand dollars in that ten year period had you reinvested each month, mm-hmm. two hundred and seventy four thousand would be your total now. And right. I'm looking back in the last ten years, mm-hmm. there was only one down year. That was 2015. That was down 
2.2%. Every other year, a positive year. Again, the average annual return. Had you never touched your $100,000, just left it alone, 10.6% mm-hmm. average annual return. Your 100000 to 274000 in 10 years in a bond portfolio. Right. That's an idea for you. Again, one idea of many that we have at NJC Investments. But remember, this portfolio is not for everyone, nor is it meant as a recommendation for you. But if you would like to research some of our other types of portfolios that we put together for certain of our clients at NJC Investments, you can always reach out to us at 570 570- 586-5030, and we can have a chat about your current investment needs to see which investments may or may not be suitable for your portfolio. DC, I think we should take our first break right here. When we come back, we'll catch you up on our markets. We have some investment strategies, including some stocks that you can hold forever. Interested to hear those, DC. Of course. From an analyst (laughs) out there. So before we go to this break, let me thank our friends at Seidel's Restaurant for sponsoring this portion of our program. Seidel's is dressed up nicely for the holidays. He loves, Chef Rich Sedelnik loves Halloween, so it's got a nice Halloween theme going. I'm sure after next week, it'll be changed into a more fall, into Christmas kind of theme, but Whatever time of the year, it's a great time to go and check out this great Italian-American bistro right in our own backyard. If you haven't been there, make sure you get your reservations right now for Seidel's. I promise you, you will not be disappointed. You're listening to Your Financial Future on 94.3 FM, The Talker with Nick Calarossi of NJC Investments. Please stay with us. We'll be back after this brief message from Seidel's Restaurant. If you're searching for a special dining experience, Sedell's Restaurant is your home for great taste. Sedell's Restaurant is one of Scranton's elite fine dining establishments, specializing in Italian-American contemporary cuisines. At Sedell's, generous size entrees are prepared with only the highest quality ingredients. So whether you're having a meal for business or pleasure, it's sure to leave a lasting impression. Sedell's Restaurant has mouth-watering Italian-American contemporary cooking with a delightful ambiance. At Sedell's, you are certain to find unique specials for what you're craving. If you can't find an entree off their elaborate menu, just ask the chef. He can create an off-the-menu meal for you. At Sedell's, the owner is also the chef. Sedell's is located on the corner of Main Avenue and Tripp Street in North Scranton. They are now accepting holiday party reservations and on- and off-site holiday catering. 343-6544. That's 343-6544. Make it special. Make it Sedell's. I told the witch doctor I was in love with you. I told the witch doctor I was in love with you. And then the witch doctor, he told me what to do. He said that... Welcome back to Your Financial Future on 94.3 FM, The Talker. Now, if you get that Witch Doctor song stuck in your head, it's D.C. Taylor's fault. <laughs> on our Halloween program, we're playing the Halloween-type music, of D.C. Co- of course, and that just reminds me, and I, maybe I ask this every every year, which came first, the uh, the Witch Doctor song or the Chipmunks? Which did David Seville do first? That's a good question. I, <laughs> I think got, that might have been their first, wasn't it? Yeah, I got, I got to look that up to okay. see which... Uh, yeah. Alvin, <laughs> all right. Hey, D.C., going back to that bond portfolio we did in the first uh, segment, I went back and looked at the bond return for the year, the aggregate bond index itself having a very good year. Uh, This, according to Bloomberg, the aggregate bond index up 8.6 percent 
year to date, and that is through um, that is through actually the middle of October, and we're around the same place right now. And that is uh, that's one of the best years in forty years, and in forty years, there have only been three down years in that aggregate bond index. Oh, so, uh, the, you know, good returns over yeah. there. You don't forget your fixed income portfolio, especially when stocks are doing well. We're having a good year in the S&P 500. A lot of people kind of push the fixed income sector to the side. Don't forget those fixed income investments. But we are still in the longest bull market in history. Right now, about 10 and a half years in length. This is the 11th bull market in the S&P 500 since 1950, and seven of those last 10 bull markets have reached three years in length, five of them five years in length, and D.C. Taylor, 10 and a half years in length now, shooting for 11, right? Wow, all right. And I'm going to give you one piece of uh, information here that gives me hope, and that you remember Drexel University. You and uh-huh. I both went to Drexel University, probably took Economics 101. Oh, yeah, at right? least, yes. Can you give me the underlying, if, I, if you had to use like a one theme of Economics 101, what would that be? Do you remember I, I, what they I, what they hammer into you? What, uh, why the, things? The, the supply and demand. Supply thing. and yes, demand. Exactly right. Well, do you know back in 1996, the supply mm-hmm. of U.S. stocks there were eight thousand plus U.S. stocks that you can purchase in 1996. Do you know uh-huh. how many there are today? No, it's a lot less. Is it forty four hundred? Okay. And there are a lot more people buying stocks. So just on Economics 101, from all those years back at Drexel University, uh-huh. the supply is down, the demand is up. That alone is one reason. I'm just giving you one reason. I'm not an expert. There right. are none. No. But that's one reason. There's a lot less supply of stocks out there, a lot more hands chasing those uh, stocks. So uh, that's one of the reasons we are in the longest bull market in history. That's my opinion. What do you think? Okay. All right. 1996. I think I was taking Economics 101 right at Drexel right about that time. <laughs> How about so that? that was what the guy probably covered that. But that's amazing <laughs> to me. I never knew yeah. that the supply had been cut down so yeah. much. Well, well, with that, DC, I want to thank you for placing down this piping hot cup of coffee in front of it. Uh, it does taste <laughs> familiar is this the same that we've had over the last few weeks what's the name Which of this is brew which is brew for me and that's you what she says it was, that's what she said it was when i went back to the the lady down the hall with the, the big boiling pot so uh yeah well, she was brewing it well i want to thank you it's a terrific cup of coffee and we yeah. want to urge everyone hey why don't you grab a cup of whatever it is that gets your early saturday morning started sit back and enjoy the rest of our program. Well, now it's time to turn to more financial news and where we stand year-to-date in the market. But before we do that, you know that we always like to give you a hot tip on some of the best investments that you can ever make. And that's investing in your family, investing in yourself, and investing in your own community. I have two today, D.C. Taylor. Mm -hmm. And this one is very, very interesting, unique, I would say. It's at the Masonic Temple in Scranton, Pennsylvania, Today, 420 North Washington Avenue, they are going to be screening the movie, very seasonal, mm-hmm. Beetlejuice. Ah, okay. Do you remember Beetlejuice? <laughs> Beetlejuice came out in 1988. Yeah, yeah. I saw it on the big screen back then. That's the last time I saw it on the big screen. Uh-huh. You have a chance to see the big screen version of Beetlejuice at the Scranton Cultural Center. The best thing about this, DC, take the entire family. It is absolutely free. You can get tickets by calling 
the uh, cultural center at three four it's five seven zero three four four one 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 or uh, just show up but there's a limit of six tickets per household for this free event and guests are encouraged to bring blankets for floor seating this goes on at 3 p.m today at the scranton cultural center go check out beetlejuice and get yourself nice. in the holiday spirit of halloween yeah. and i want to mention one other dc tailor it's the doo-wop groups coming to the kirby center tonight and this is joan ardone very famous in our area for mm-hmm. putting together these events i've been at a few of these these are terrific i bet if yeah. you like doo-wop music old music and this is great music this is a great night out tickets tonight are available they start at $35. They go to uh, $55. The groups include the Brooklyn Bridges, the Vogues, the Tokens, the Capris, and Vito and the Elegance. Now, Vito and the Elegance, very interesting, DC. They've played all over the place. They've played at uh, Carnegie Hall. Mm-hmm. They've, they've been everywhere, but this is not their first trip to Wilkes-Barre. Okay. They were in Wilkes-Barre touring in 1958 with Buddy Holly. Wow. How All about right. that? All right. How about that? And uh, Vito Picone, the leader of the group, says, I love to come back and say thank you to the people who gave us almost 60 years of a musical career. How about that? With, the, with awesome. Buddy Holly 60 years ago, back in 1958. And that is tonight at the Kirby Center, the Doo-Wops Night of Nostalgia. And that kicks off at, I believe, 7 p.m. tonight. So there you go, DC Terrell. What do you have for us this holiday seasonal weekend? Well, first of all, answer my question from earlier. I did, did a little research, and the witch doctor came first, and then David Seville later used the the sped up voices technique for uh, Christmas. Don't be late. The uh, chipmunk song made quite a mint on those guys, <laughs> sure on those did. chipmunk guys. That's right. And uh, what you know, we talk about the, these community events and supporting your local community. And what better way to support your local community than to Uh, Buy stuff from those who make or grow stuff locally. Our our neighbors who uh, who go to, you know, really are very either very crafty or they have very good uh, green thumbs. And uh, the South Side Farmer's Market uh, moves indoors. It's uh, open all winter in Scranton, uh, moving indoors at uh, 509 Cedar Avenue, the indoor winter location, as they call it. And uh, that is open every Saturday, 10 a.m. till 2 p.m. So you could uh, get out there between 10 and 2 today and uh, support local folks. Uh, they offer organic produce, a variety of greens and uh, pasture raised eggs, a variety of meats at the market all winter long, bread and baked goods, raw honey, canned sauces, all sorts of great stuff. So uh, be sure you get there. 509 Cedar Avenue in Scranton, 10 till 2 today and every Saturday right on through uh, the fall and winter. I like how you called our local artisans crafty in yes. spirit of the holiday season, yep. the Halloween season. Yep. Very good. Nice. <laughs> All right. Well, that's a great event. Every Saturday, you have the farmer's markets during the summer. Now, there's no reason. Now, we have an indoor one goes all winter long. That's Absolutely. terrific. Good. Well, thank you, D.C. Taylor. Right. Time to get back to finances. Here is where we stand in our capital markets as of October 26th. 2019. Dow Jones Industrial Average now up 14.6% year to date. The S&P 500 is up 19.7% on the year. And the NASDAQ, 22.7. DC Teller, we are not very far from all-time highs on these averages. 
The price of a barrel of oil holding steady at $56, just over $56.10, I believe, is where we're sitting right now. And the 10-year Treasury yield has crept up a bit. And there is no more. Did you miss all that talk about the yield inversion, the yield curve inversion? It's gone. <laughs> it's gone. All it's right. gone. Um, but there is no yield curve inversion, as we said. We said, okay, these weird you know, obscure numbers are inverting, but the treasury yields are not inverting. We are nowhere close now. The yield is going up a bit on the 10-year treasury up to 1.74%. I want to just uh, cover some market rates before we get into those earnings reports, DC. Mm -hmm. The prime rate right now is holding at 5%. Money market rates are 0.73%. A five-year CD would bring you in an annual yield on average of 1%. 0.53%. 30 year mortgages, 3.96, a good a good number when they are under 4%, still a good time to refinance. 15 year mortgages are averaging 3.34% and new car loans based on a 48 month term, 4.5%. Well, let's get to those stocks in the news. We are in the middle of earnings seasons. Let's take a look at some of those highlights so far. Now we told you earlier, Earnings so far of our S&P 500 companies, 84% of them are beating their earnings expectations, with the vast majority also beating those ever-important revenue numbers year over year. Let's start with the recently embattled Boeing Corporation. Of course, DC, you know about all the problems they're having with that 737 MAX jet. Right. Out of service now, I think, for about a year, isn't it? I think Somewhere so. Somewhere in yeah. that neighborhood. Yeah. Uh-huh. And uh, not expected to fly, but uh, for a while yet. And their earnings were not expected to be good this quarter because of that problem. And they did miss on Wednesday with their earnings report. But the stock on Wednesday closed 1% higher. And why is that on a bad number, you ask? Well, they did say the 737 MAX would be back in service before the end of the year. And if that happens, that could possibly move the stock higher. And Boeing is a very, very important company in our S&P 500, one of our leading U.S. corporations. Now trading BA, now trading about $345. The 52-week high is $446. The 52-week low is $292. For Boeing. Let's take a look at one of D.C. Taylor's favorite stocks, and that would be McDonald's. Hey, all right. Is the McRib back? I heard stories. Is the McRib back? I hate that thing. Do you like that thing? (laughs) It's all right. I'm I'm good with it. Yep, McRib is back. McRib is back. That must be be good. Well, they did report earnings last week, and their same-store sales rose by about 6%, and earnings were up year over year. However, the stock was down on Tuesday, the earnings day, because analysts had estimated earnings would come in at two dollars and 21 cents per share they came in at 211 per share uh, tc i don't get too caught up when companies miss analyst expectations if their same store sales rose by six percent right on such a large company right yeah so year over year so mcdonald's dropped from about 210 dollars down to about the 200 dollars level where they're trading at right now the 52-week high on mcd is 221 dollars the 52-week low is $169. So again, if an analyst or somebody says, I think they're going to do this, uh-huh. why does that matter? Right. I, if you're up 6%, that's a good, that's a good report, right? Sure. 
course. That's, that's what we're going with. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So I think long-term McDonald's, still a lot of buy ratings out there, MCD. Next up, we have a local favorite, Procter & Gamble. PG is your symbol. They are just knocking the ball out of the park. Procter & Gamble had their core earnings improve by 22% year over year, beating almost every analyst expectation. The stock reacted well, trading now up very near to its 52-week high of $125. PG 52-week low is $86. Good movements this year on what is a traditional value company, DC, right? You kind of forget about uh, Procter & Gamble, but doing very well in the market this year. I have two more earnings reports to review. Again, we are in the middle of third quarter earnings. They are coming in stronger than expectations so far, and that could boost our stock markets for the final quarter of the year. Next, we have Microsoft. MSFT, heard of them? Sure. Everybody, <laughs> I think, uses them in one way or another, right? Yeah, it's, uh, yeah. yeah. They're everywhere. Uh-huh. Yeah. Microsoft beat earnings estimates late Wednesday night on both revenue and profits, and the stock opened up positively on Thursday morning. And Microsoft is also now trading up very close to their 52-week high of $142. MSFT is the symbol, their 52-week low is $93. Now, both Microsoft and McDonald's are on our current Nick's Pick stock list. I think we'll cover that next week, DC. Mark that down for me. You got it. Uh, That's 10 companies that we like at NJC Investments for 2019 and beyond. And if you'd like a copy of that list, ring us up at NJC Investments, 570-586-5030. We can email that or mail that out to you. Of course, they are not recommendations, but just simply stocks that we follow closely at NJC Investments. But uh, also, for full disclosure, let me also tell you, all of the companies that we're talking about in the earnings report today, DC, we do Mm -hmm. own for certain of our clients at NJC Investments. They're all big blue chip names. Right. All right. Well, I'm going to finish up with one last one here, and this one will surprise you. It was on our Nick's Pick stock list last year. We kept it off this year because it was a little bit too volatile. The always controversial Tesla. Ah, Tesla, (laughs) one of the coolest looking cars on the street, you must admit. Of course. Uh, They finally, finally surprised Wall Street with an earnings beat on Wednesday night, and the stock jumped by about 50 points on Thursday morning, up over 20% in after hours, now trading at about $300. 52-week high on Tesla, TSLA is $379. 52-week low is $176. DC, by any measure, that is an aggressive stock. But Tesla did post that surprise profit and caught all of those experts off guard as they also (laughs) gave a very bullish outlook on their Model Y sports utility vehicle, saying it was ahead of schedule and would launch next summer. And I think they're working on the... uh a pickup truck as well, right? A, yeah, I think so. Yeah. So they have a lot of things coming at Tesla and uh, a very good quarter. So uh, someday in your future, DC, I can see you behind the wheel of a Tesla. What do you think? I uh, I am a technology geek, uh, so I, I like I like all the new advanced stuff they put in cars, and I'd like to try it all out. So, yeah, one of these days I like to uh, 
maybe get into one of those. We don't in this area, in northeastern Pennsylvania, I don't think we have a Tesla location. But in Philadelphia, your yeah. hometown, I think there's several, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's easy, you have easy to get test drive one. Yeah. Yeah. I think I'd so. love to. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and you'll get that. They, they got that mode. It's like some sort of ludicrous mode where, I mean, the acceleration, it goes zero to 60 in like two seconds yeah, or quick. one second they're or quick. something. All right. <laughs> well, that's Tesla. Good news from Tesla. And that's just a that's just a sampling of some of the earnings reports out over the last week and so far so good we'll be back next week to report some more let's hope they continue on an upward trend dc let's take a break right here when we come back we are going to answer some questions from our listeners we also have those stock ideas to talk about especially those stocks that you should own forever according to at least one analyst you don't want to miss that you're listening to your financial future on 94.3 fm the talker with nick Colarossi. please stay with us we'll be back in one minute Americans owe over $1.5 trillion in student loan debt, with an average monthly payment of $393, according to the U.S. Federal Reserve. I'm Claire Cool of NJC Investments, and if your children or grandchildren are considering going to college, help alleviate the burden of a high monthly loan payment by starting a 529 college savings plan. The growth in a 529 account is not subject to federal or state income tax as long as it is used for a qualifying education expense. And you, the parent or grandparent, are always the owner of the money and retain control. How about setting up a dollar cost averaging plan for your 529? With an initial investment of $250 and just $50 per month, you can get started. College is only getting more expensive and the importance of a college degree continues to rise. Help give your child the gift of education. For a free investor's kit, give us a call at 570-586-5030. NJC Investments, helping to take the mystery out of your financial future. Securities offered through Lee Ball Loan Company, LLC. Member FINRA SIPC. Welcome back. Thanks for staying with us here on 94.3 FM, The Talker. This is Your Financial Future with Nick Colarossi of NJC Investments, helped along by D.C. Taylor of Bold Gold Radio fame. Yes. And I hope everyone's enjoying their holiday, uh, Halloween weekend, right? Yes. A nice fall weekend. Yeah, lots of Halloween parties out there. Be careful when you're uh, you're going to your, going to your dressed up as your whatever you're doing, and uh, be careful. Don't drink, have drink a, and drive and all. Right, but have a good time, and especially, the, especially the kids. Have yes. a great Halloween. D.C. 
Taylor, I want to remind everyone that we are here every Saturday morning at 9 a.m. here on 94.3 FM, The Talker. We're also heard across the planet on the Radio Bold app, absolutely mm-hmm. free app on your smart devices. But if you miss any portion of the program, you can always go to our website, njcinvestments.com, hear any portion or any, if you want to hear the entire program over, you can, but also on our podcast now, D.C. Taylor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We are on Apple Google, Spotify, iHeartRadio, you can hear us anywhere. In fact, the Scranton area is the number one listener of the podcast. We have all the stats in doing quite well. Uh-huh. And do you know number two is not, I would thought, Wilkes-Barre area? No, they're number three. Wilkes-Barre and the Back Mountain are number three. Number two is Omaha, Nebraska. We're oh, big in Omaha. Omaha, Nebraska. Hello to our listeners Hello, in Omaha. Omaha. And also in there, number four would be Hershey, Harrisburg, Lancaster, York area. Uh-huh. But on the list, and you'll appreciate this as a lover of classic rock. Uh-huh. We, you know, this past uh, summer, I took my son to two classic rock concerts. One was Alice Cooper, which yeah. we thoroughly enjoyed. Yep. And another, and my son is uh, 15 years old for mm-hmm. those, and he enjoys this type of music as well as his own music, but he's getting a nice appreciation for classic rock music. Good. Another concert we went to was Bob Seger and the Silver Bullet Band. Yeah. And uh, you, D.C. Taylor, don't forget, D.C. Taylor has his own classic rock program weeknights on our sister station, 105-1035 The River. Check him out, 4 till 8 p.m. Yes. He plays this type of music. Sure. But Bob Seger, we were singing these songs all summer, and we do have a listener, you'll never guess where. Uh, where Katmandu? Uh, we have a right. list. We had a awesome. listener in Katmandu, so we we say a shout out to Katmandu, and nice. that's amazing. After that concert, and I saw that on, I saw that as one of the cities listed. Uh-huh. We're also listened to in Spain, in France, in Nepal. I mean, we're we're All doing right. quite a lot of plays there. Katmandu. So. If I ever get out of here, <laughs> that's where you're going to. All right. <laughs> so check us out on our podcast. If you miss any portion of our program, you can hear any portion or the entire program, and go back to our old programs if you like. Very good. Well, DC, I see a blinking light on your board, and that can mean only one thing. Is that Mitchell Dimitrik, our always intern on the program with his questions from Mitchell's Mailbag? Yes, it is time for Mitchell's Mailbag. Hey, Mitchell, how are you? Hello, DC Taylor. How are you today? All right, and uh, we answer your questions here on the Your Financial Future program. We love to uh, we love to get questions from our listeners, and you can email those questions to Nick at njcinvestments.com and put in the subject line Mitchell's Mailbag. Well, let's let's get right into it, Mitchell. You got question one ready? Yes, I certainly do. Let's get started. All right, go ahead. All righty. Question number one comes from Mike in Palmyra. Uh, DC, that sounds a little bit out of our range. Can you explain more on that? Absolutely. Yeah. Palmyra, Pennsylvania, near Hershey. Thanks, Mike. Uh, he's probably listening on the Radio Bold app when you listen to the uh, the live show, the live feed of 94.3 The Talker and all the Radio Bold stations. So, uh, yeah, get Radio Bold for your uh, phone, R-A-D-I-O-B-O-L-D, and uh, and get it for your phone and listen to, uh, listen to this show live every Saturday morning. So, thanks, Mike. Uh, go ahead with the question, Mitchell. Alrighty, uh, Mike asks, I started a Roth IRA five years ago and contributed every year since. This year, my accountant has told me I am making too much money to contribute to a Roth. Should I just convert this over to a traditional IRA and make my contributions there? 
Well, Mike, thanks for listening from Palmyra, Pennsylvania, down near the Hershey area. And no, you should never cash in that Roth IRA, in my opinion. Roth's one of the best type of accounts you can own. Now, if you're single and earning over $122,000, or if you're married filing jointly, earning over $193,000, you cannot contribute to a Roth IRA. Now, there are phase-out numbers underneath that. So if you want to, if anyone out there is, is looking to see if they qualify for a Roth IRA, Give us a call to NJC Investments. We'll go through all the details there. But even if you can no longer contribute to your Roth IRA, remember, hold on to those. Those come back to you in retirement completely free of taxes. And if you are making too much money to contribute currently, there is still a backdoor way to contribute to that Roth IRA. You can always contribute to a traditional IRA and then move that money each year over to a Roth IRA. Now, you would have to pay taxes that year when you do that. But if you're younger and you have a long time before retirement, that may make some sense. If you want to go through the details with us on that, give us a call at NJC Investments. We'd be happy to review your circumstances on that Roth IRA, but hold on to that Roth. And thanks again, Mike, for the question. All right. Well, let's get right on over to question number two in Mitchell's mailbag. And uh, it is from uh, it's from Sam in Dunmore. So uh, question two from Sam in Dunmore. Go ahead, Mitchell. What do you got? Question two is from Sam and Dunmore. Sam asks, I'm 80 years old and mostly invest in CDs. I currently have $200,000 invested. I don't want to take the risk in the stock and bond markets. The problem I have is that one-year CDs have very low interest rates. Do you think it's a good idea to invest in five-year and longer CDs right now? Well, thanks, Sam. Thanks for listening in, Dunmore. And you have CDs, and I can understand your problem. CD rates are very low. I would not recommend locking into long-term CDs at these low interest rates because I do think over time interest rates will go up. What you might want to do, if you currently have 200000 in CDs, what I would suggest doing is breaking that up into four $50,000 CDs. What you want to do is first buy a three-month CD, uh, then buy a $50,000 six-month CD, then a nine-month CD, and then a $50,000 one-year CD. After that, after that three-month CD matures, buy a one-year CD. When the six-month matures, the same thing, one-year CD. And then after the nine-month CD matures, buy another one-year CD. After the first year, you will have a CD for $50,000 maturing every three months and you will have a one-year rate what that will do is give you a little bit better rates on the short term but it will also allow you to capture interest rates going up if in fact they do go up over time you won't be locked into a long-term cd rate at these low prices these low interest rates but if they go up over time you'll be able to capture that because you'll have new money coming due each three months. That's called a CD ladder. That would be one way to do it, Sam. If you have any further questions on that CD ladder or other ways about going about doing this type of investment, give us a call at NJC Investments. We can talk about your particular circumstances. All right. Well, let's get one more question here in Mitchell's mailbag. Uh, go ahead, Mitchell. Question three. All righty. Last but certainly not least, question three comes from Denise in Waverly. Denise asks, I am 50 years old and have current retirement assets of $300,000 in a diversified investment portfolio. How much would I have to put away each year for the next 15 years 
who have a $1 million retirement portfolio. All right, Denise, thanks for that question. If you currently have $300,000 put away towards retirement, you are 50 years old. Congratulations on that. You are doing well to get to $1 million. You said you have a diversified portfolio. So I used an annual average return assumption of 6.75%. That would be a good number for a diversified portfolio. If you did that average annual return over the next 15 years and you added $675 monthly towards your retirement, using that projection, you would end up at approximately $1,005,000 in 15 years using $675 monthly, again, assuming an average annual return of 6.75%, which should be hopefully attainable in those next 15 years. And thanks again for the question from Waverly. More of your questions answered. Uh, We're happy to answer them here on the Your Financial Future program in Mitchell's Mailbag. And you can, once again, get your questions in via email. Uh, Just send it to nick at njcinvestments.com and put in the subject line Mitchell's Mailbag. So thank you again, Mitchell Dimitrik from the University of Scranton for uh, for going through those uh, all those questions for us. Appreciate that. Oh, absolutely. It's my pleasure. Thank you for having me on the show each and every Saturday morning. Excellent. And we will talk to you again next week, Mitchell. All right. Sounds good. That again, Mitchell Dimitrik, our intern from the University of Scranton. And let's take our last break right here, D.C. Taylor. When we come back, we are going to talk about those stocks that you can own forever, according to Investopedia. You don't want to miss that. You're listening to Your Financial Future on 94.3 FM. The Talker we will be back in mere moments. Please stay with us. Mr. Wrongway is at it again. I got a hot tip on a stock that just can't miss. My cousin's barber knows of a company with a cure for hiccups. I can get in on the ground floor. Mr. Wrongway. And my wife's hairdresser invested in a space-age plastics company. I'm going to be rich. Uh, Mr. Wrongway. Seriously? Don't be Mr. Wrongway. You don't need any plastics or ground floors. Hi, I'm Nick Colarossi of NJC Investments, and true wealth isn't found in the next hot tip. But built little by little, it can grow to meet your needs like retirement and college planning. Give us a call at NJC Investments, 570-586-5030. And don't forget to tune in to our radio program every Saturday morning at 9 on 94.3 FM, The Talker. NJC Investments, helping to take the mystery out of your financial future. Securities offered through Lee Baldwin Company, LLC. Member FINRA SIPC.
There is nothing like the laugh of Vincent Price at Halloween time. Is there, DC Taylor? I know. He was so creepy on that episode of The Brady Bunch, too. Oh, he's so many good things. So many great movies. Well, thanks, everyone, for staying with us here on Your Financial Future. And, DC Taylor, we always have... You hear our radio spots up and down the channels about being prepared for retirement and Uh making sure you're taking care of those IRAs, those 401ks. This is why. There was a study that came out from Transamerica Center for Retirement, Mm -hmm. And this was done in 2018, just released in the fourth quarter. They surveyed 5,923 workers. Couldn't get that 5,924th, I guess. Okay. But of these workers, (laughs) 49% of them said that they expect to live to at least 80 years old. So just about one out of every two workers now expect to live to 80 years old. Okay. And of those, 14% expect to live to 100. Ooh, all right. Now, that is why it is so important. You're, people are, there's no doubt about it. People are living longer. Yeah. You need to plan for those years. You need to be going and adding to those 401ks. And if you are not adding to a retirement plan like an IRA or a Roth IRA, Make sure you give us a call at NJC Investments. We'll get you out an investor's kit to show you how easy it is to get started, no matter what age, mm-hmm. right? Make sure you're taking advantage. They limit you to $6,000 under age 50, $7,000 over age 50 for a reason. The government doesn't want you to have all that tax-free fun, right? <laughs> right. So make sure you're taking care of those IRA accounts. In case you do live to age 80 or 100, mm-hmm. we want you to have all the funds you need to have a nice, secure lifestyle. All right, DC. Well, I want to turn now to those three stocks to own forever. Now, last week's program, we talked, Claire had the, uh, Claire Cool, my colleague at NJC Investment, had a list of 10 companies that you can own for the next 10 years. Well, we're going to one-up that. Claire's going to be mad at me, DC. (laughs) We are going to talk about the three best stocks that you can buy and hold forever. This according to Matt Rigo. R-E-G-O, and this comes to us from Investopedia. If you want to check out this entire article, I urge you to do so. We're just going to skim the surface. This article can be found at Investopedia. It was from October 22nd, 2019. Now, Matt goes on to say, buy and hold has been an investment strategy used for centuries. Unfortunately, the rise of high-frequency trading, greater volatility in the markets, and the recession back in 2008 seem to have uh, taken the allure out of buy and hold investing. But he says, strategic buy and hold is still a viable strategy that can be used with success. Investors looking for buy and hold forever stocks should be looking at large and mega cap stocks rather than the smaller. And he's basically blue chip big names is what he's saying. DC, don't Mm -hmm. look at the small companies with the speculative market caps. And he gives us three of his favorite stocks for investors who buy and hold, starting off with Walmart. WMT, a retail powerhouse and a leader in the big box retailer space. There's fewer and fewer of those, DC, right? Right. Big box is going away, but Walmart seems to be doing very well. Walmart is continuing to spend 
vast amounts of money on its e-commerce presence, I guess, trying to keep up with Amazon. They've done a really good job with online. They were terrible just a few years back. Yeah. Now online at Walmart, if you go and check it out, pretty pretty good service there. And they're also trying to expand their drone delivery service, similar to what Amazon has started. Mm. Uh, I can't imagine a drone flying up to my house and dropping a package. That's I don't, That's just, yeah, it just really does seem weird. I'm visualizing this, this plane, this little, you know, helicopter thing, and it's just I don't know. It's yeah. weird. I guess we'll see it before in our lifetime. A right? vision of the future. I can't wait. All right. Well, anyway, he says, if you had invested $100 in Walmart back on January 13th, 1978, you would have seen a massive 1,610 time return on your investment. He says their stability in the marketplace makes Walmart a good buy at almost any time. Let's take a look at Walmart. WMT is your symbol trading right now at about $119. 52 week range is 85 dollars on the low side 120 so we're right up against it on the mm-hmm. high side walmart is up 27.6 percent year to date they have about a two percent dividend yield on an annual basis and their forward pe is 23 times earnings there are seven wall street analysts that follow walmart the average the consensus there is a hold rating according to morningstar that is wmt let's look at number two stock that you can buy and hold forever according to investopedia and author matt rigo he says johnson and johnson is number two he says this is the next buy and hold forever candidate because health care is not going anywhere and health care costs continue rising year after year and the health care sector is certainly a good candidate for allocation into buy and hold forever a lot of the uh, baby boomers aging dc taylor mm-hmm. a lot more yeah. health care money to be spent and johnson and johnson operates in a consumer segment a pharmaceutical segment and a medical device segment so he likes that he likes their diversification he says this is an excellent candidate for buy and hold because of that that very diversification and he says if you had bought and hold johnson and johnson in their early days from 1978 through 2015 you would have seen over a twenty thousand percent return <laughs> on your initial investment <laughs> so there, there's something to be said dc yeah. i guess so for buy and hold let's take a quick look at johnson and johnson's stock j and j is the symbol they are up just a half a percent year to date. A lot of trouble with a lot of the court cases, not only the powder, the talcum powder, uh-huh. but also the opioids. Right. So that's uh, held the stock back, but uh, trading at about $129. The 52-week range, 121 to 148. So this down uh, near the 52-week low compared to the others has a 3% approximate dividend yield on an annual basis, trading at only 14 times. Forward earnings is J&J. There are seven analysts on Wall Street that follow the company. They have a moderate buy rating as a consensus, according to Morningstar. Again, J&J trading at about $129. There is one more company to go on our three best stocks to buy and hold forever from Investopedio, October 22nd, 2019. And this one is an easy one, DC. You're wearing it over there, or you're not wearing it, but you're holding the Apple phone. Oh, yeah. All right, and it is Apple Incorporated. AAPL is your symbol. Would you have guessed that? That's got to be on pretty much everybody's list. Sure. You look yeah. at the mutual fund segment of the market, uh-huh. almost every mutual fund has Apple in its top five holding right now, especially yeah. the growth funds. AAPL, he says, is one of the world's leading consumer electronic companies and one of the world's largest corporations with a market cap of over $1 trillion. 
Of course, they have the watch, they have the MacBooks, the iMacs, the iPhone, the iPads, the iPods, even though I think they're deactivating those, right? right. And the Apple TV and now the Apple Online, right? The Apple's uh, monthly service, subscription service online. Sure, yeah. The right? Apple TV, the Apple. Apple Music, yeah. they got everything. They've yeah. got everything. A cash cow, in my opinion. He likes Apple. He says, if you had held Apple stock since December 1980 through 2015, you would have realized a return of 5700 169%. That's <laughs> right. not too bad. Not too those, bad those, again, the three stocks uh, forever. Hold them forever, according to Investopedia, Apple, Johnson & Johnson, and Walmart. Now, those are recommendations from Matt Rigo, not from us at NJC Investments, although we do own each of those companies for certain of our investors at NJC Investments, and Apple is on our current Pick stock list. Now, if you'd like any information on any or all three of those companies, we can always get you all the deep details you need on any investment before you go ahead and make that plunge. Make sure you do your own due diligence, do your own homework before you invest in anything. And with that, I hear that famous creepy Halloween bumper music you've put together, DC <laughs> Taylor. Creepy. Coming up in the background, which means we've come to the end of another program. I want to wish everyone a very happy Halloween week and a very happy Halloween. And I also want to remind everyone there is never a bad time to make a good investment. If you have any questions on anything we covered here on the program, you can reach out to us at 570-586-5030 or go directly to our website njcinvestments.com and drop us a line right through there. Or you can drop us a line directly through our website njcinvestments.com Thanks so much for tuning in today on 94.3 FM The Talker. May God bless you and may God bless America. Make it a great week. We'll see you next Saturday. The opinions voiced in this program are for general information only and are not intended to provide specific advice or recommendations for any individual. To determine which investments may be appropriate for you, consult with your attorney, accountant, and financial advisor or tax advisor prior to investing. Securities offered through Lee Baldwin & Company, LLC. Member FINRA SIPC.